right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Real Estate Chatbot Podcast, which is brought to you by RealtyChatbot.com. Uh, hopefully you got to tune into last week's episode, episode one, Why You Need a Real Estate Chatbot. It was a really great episode where we talked about what a chatbot is, some of the impacts it can have on your business, why you need one. So if you haven't listened to that episode, and especially if you're new to chatbots uh, and really aren't that up to speed on the space, that would be a great episode to start out with. But um, today, what we're going to talk about in episode two is five things your real estate chatbot must do. And uh, I'm definitely emphasizing the word must because today's episode is about the mission-critical things that your chatbot needs to be able to handle if you want it to convert those leads that are coming in. Uh, And even more importantly, if you want it to be able to actually take over some of those lead response duties and give you more time to do the things that you enjoy because that to me, I mean everybody's got their own reason why they want to deploy or why they're considering adding a real estate chatbot uh, to their team and of course the money comes into it that's that's always a, a big motivator but that extra time that it can give you is what is actually more important to a lot of agents out there um, is just again not losing out on leads because you aren't able to respond within five seconds of that lead coming in. Uh, having a chatbot do that for you is an excellent thing. And uh, before we jump into the meat of today's episode, just want to mention again that it does not matter if you are a Realty Chatbot customer or not. You're going to get extreme value from this podcast. And if, if you are one of our customers, congratulations, you made an excellent choice partnering with us. Um, if you're not, if you're still just kind of trying to figure out how a chatbot might figure into your business plan uh, and your marketing efforts, or even if you're somebody who has gone with another company, uh, that's fine too. You're still going to learn a lot of really good stuff. So I just want to mention that. So um, let's jump into today's uh, uh, episode. And so again, five things your real estate chatbot must do. And the first thing is it needs to be able to handle the most common types of real estate customers, inquiries, and questions. So let's just kind of take that one at a time and break it down. So be able to handle the most common types of real estate customers. Well, you probably already have a pretty good idea of what those customers are. That's your buyers, your sellers, investors, uh, renters, commercial real estate, uh, property management, all those sorts of things. The things that you are dealing with on a day-to-day basis, which you know, at the, at the heart of it, of course, is the buyers and sellers. Um, so your real estate chatbot needs to be able to take care of these types of customers and the most common things that they're going to need help with. So let's take a, uh, a buyer example. So buyers generally need help with one of two things if they're reaching out to you. Either they have already identified a property that they're interested in seeing, so they want to schedule a showing or you know schedule an appointment to go see that property, or they know what they want, they know what their search criteria is, but they need help finding that house. So they're reaching out to you for help. So that's an example of two very common things that buyers will reach out to you for. So your chatbot needs to be able to take care of those those two most basic things that any buyer is going to need. Um, similarly, sellers. 
Sellers will generally reach out to you if they want to know how the market is or if they want to find out what their home is worth because they want to talk about listing it. So being able, having a chatbot that can both identify those things, that they can, they can figure out what type of person they're trying to help, that is key, and then actually being able to help them with those very common questions and inquiries that they may have. And again, we're never ever... Uh, tricking, trying to trick people into thinking that, hey, they're talking to you or they're talking to a real person. They always know that they're talking to a robot, that is, or to a, a, a chat bot in this case. They know that up front, which kind of helps manage their expectations. And we're going to get into that a little bit later. But that's just a very important thing to remember when we're, when we're helping these people out. Um, so again, how we accomplish this, how we help these people, whether they're a buyer, a seller, an investor, and regardless of what their needs are, are via the various conversation flows. And that's, you know, it depends on, you know, all sorts of companies have different names for these, you know, different chats and stuff like that. Um, For the Realty Chatbot product, that is what we call everything. We call them conversation flows because that's literally what's going on is your chatbot is learning from their user's input and when they're telling you what they want, then it's modifying the conversation to go along with the flow, get the information from the person, get their contact info so that you can follow up with them later. Okay, so again, number one, your bot needs to be able to handle the most common types of real estate customers, inquiries, and questions. So, um, let's go on to number two, which is it, your bot must be able to anticipate customer needs and questions. And there's several different ways that the realtychatbot.com product is able to do this. And one of those ways is utilizing artificial intelligence. So let's say that somebody, rather than clicking that they're looking to buy or they're looking to sell, maybe they just decide to type in the word commercial and hit send or commercial real estate and hit send. Well, the artificial intelligence algorithm is going to kick in, recognize that they're talking about commercial real estate, and automatically shift the conversation to talking about commercial real estate. So that's really important because you're not wasting their time asking them all sorts of questions that do not pertain to them because that is the number one way to get people to stop interacting with your bot is to not modify the conversation based on what they need. Um, and another way that we're able to anticipate needs um, is, is, for example, we will tell people what to expect at key points of the conversation when they would logically be thinking something. So let me give you an example of that. Let's say you are getting information from a seller, and, that's, and we ask that seller to provide their address. Well, that seller is going to have to type in their address and hit send. And it would be pretty natural for that person to wonder, do I need to enter my uh, city and state or just my street address or what? So rather than have them sit there and wonder what they need to do, we specifically tell them, hey, uh, please type out your address below and hit send. We'll get your city next. So they know that they don't have to worry about typing in their address because they're going to be asked to do that at a later point in the conversation. And I know this sounds like a really small, tiny, inconsequential thing, but if you really think about it, all of these chats or all of these conversation flows are basically uh, lots of little tiny opportunities for a pain point to arise. 
And what that means is that if somebody gets frustrated or isn't sure what to do at any point in a conversation, that is a perfect time for them to just drop off or them for them to go do something else. Because again, people are very, very short with their attention spans. And if they get frustrated, it's just very easy to move on to other things. So we've really tried to anticipate that with every single interaction that collectively as a whole make up that conversation. So that's really, really key. And uh, the last thing that I'm going to mention just within this item of uh, anticipating customer needs and questions is we have designed Realty Chatbot to not assume that the person only needs help with one thing. Now, in most cases, when somebody reaches out or engages your bot, it's true that they will only be doing it for one thing. Maybe they need help buying or they need help selling or they're looking for a rental. Whatever it is that they're doing, that's all that they want help with. And once the conversation's done, they're out. That makes up the majority of the conversations. However, sometimes people may need help with more than one thing. Or they may need help with something that they hadn't even thought of. So we definitely have tried to make sure that we don't miss out on that type of opportunity. And a perfect example of that is, um, is one that we're going to talk about towards the end, which is you know not missing out on referrals. And I'll tell you, we'll go into a little bit more detail about how we actually do that. But within the context of just not missing out on other opportunities to help people, your bot will ask them, when a conversation is over, it'll say um, something along the lines of, is there anything else we can help you with today? And if they say no, then you're, you have a very polite, cordial bot. It will go back and forth with them with a couple of things, and then the conversation's over. But if they say, yes, I would like help with something else, then it presents them with other options, other things that your bot can help them with. And so that's really, really important to, to just knowing that there could be other things that people might need help with that they hadn't even thought of themselves. And and people are curious. So some people, even though they are done with the conversation, will just go ahead and click that button that, yeah, I need help with something else because they're curious what else your bot can help them with. And maybe one of those things is something that they actually end up uh, needing. So again, uh, don't want to beat this one to death, but anticipating customer needs and questions is key. If your chatbot can't do this, and really any of the things we talk about, any of these five things we're going through today, if the bot can't do them, you need to pass on that chatbot and that chatbot um, company. Because these are the most critical things that if your chatbot fails at any of these points, this is like the, the linchpin of your chatbot operation. Okay, If it can't respond to these common questions, if it can't anticipate needs, and if it can't do the other things we're about to talk about, that is a complete deal killer and you're going to be wasting money because you're going to be missing out on opportunities uh, that get away from, from your bot because it, it's not smart enough to keep up. So again, just another, another benefit, and I, I don't mean to, to keep coming back to this, but when you look at having a bot that is built by somebody with lots of experience working with buyers and sellers, and then you've also tested that bot with buyers and sellers and real consumers, that is just a huge advantage to some of the other, you know, I'm, I'm going to say chatbot in quotation marks, uh, products that I'm seeing out there. So really, really, really do your due diligence. Make sure these things that we're talking about today, that the bot can actually do them. Otherwise, you are throwing money away. So um, let's move on to number three. 
of the uh, the top five things your chatbot must do. Uh, number three is it must actually convert incoming prospects uh, into leads, which means you know getting contact info and, and learning what their needs are. Because at the end of the day, it does not matter how many people interact with your bot uh, if they don't take action after doing so. And every single action or interaction that they have, every every conversation needs to have a clear cut objective to getting that lead to do something. So like if you have a personal website, hopefully every single page of that website has a goal. Obviously a contact page you're wanting somebody to uh, you know submit a message. You know the home page is probably getting them to do something, but but either way, every single page should have a very clear call to action. It's exactly the same when it comes to a chat bot. But in this case, again, we're talking about conversation flows. So every single conversation flow should have a specific goal of getting this this lead or this prospect to do something. So in the case of a buyer, we're wanting them to share their criteria with us so that we can help them find something or we're wanting them to request a, a, a showing of a property so that we can go sell them something. Um, if it's a seller, we're wanting them to provide their address and their contact info so that hopefully you can go out and list that home. Um, and of course, if it's a referral, then you're wanting that person to share the name and contact information of the person that they know who wants to buy or sell. So making sure that your bot takes advantage of every single interaction, every single opportunity that comes along uh, to convert that interaction into a lead that you can sell something to down the road, that is key. Um, and there's just clear-cut objective that is going to lead to you making more money. And just make sure when you are researching chatbots and you're, if you're out there, if you're testing them, and please, if you are wanting a demo absolutely reach out to us via the contact form on our website or send an email to podcast at realtychatbot.com. We will get you set up with a demo so that we can uh, show you exactly what what I'm talking about here today so that you can see for yourself exactly uh, how a real estate chatbot should function. So let's move on here to uh, item number four that your real real estate chatbot must do, which is set customer expectations that give you the luxury of time. And if you are thinking about deploying a real estate chatbot, there could be a number of reasons why. It could be more money. It could be the convenience. It could be not missing out on leads, all of the, I mean, which really is also just kind of an extension of making more money. But for most people, it is really the time element. Is they want, they want extra time. They don't want to have to jump on leads the second they come in or feel like they're missing out if they don't interrupt dinner or interrupt whatever they're doing, if they're spending personal time, spending time with family, friends. Nobody likes that feeling of, oh, I've got to stop what I'm doing right now to take care of this lead. Um, And the only way your chatbot is going to buy you that luxury of time is if it sets up the customer's expectations and explains exactly what's happening and what that person should expect. So let me give you an ex- a specific example of how Realty Chatbot actually accomplishes this. Um, let's say you have a buyer who is reaching out and is requesting a showing for a property at a specific time. Well, the last thing you want is for that person to 
misinterpret what's going on and to assume that that's a confirmed appointment and that they should just show up there at that time because you might not be there. As you know, just because somebody wants to see something at a specific time doesn't mean that that's actually going to happen. You may have other appointments going on. Uh, The sellers may not want the property to be shown at that time. You can't get it confirmed quick enough. So it's very important to manage that buyer's expectations right up front. So what Realty Chatbot does is it'll actually tell them, hey, thank you for reaching out about this pro- uh, about this property. Agent Bob is going to get back to you to confirm. And what that does is set the expectation right there. And it also satisfies their immediate need to explain what it is that they're looking for and to seek help because they're reaching out about something. you got to remember that. This person is reaching out about something, and if they don't feel like that itch has been scratched, then they're just going to look for another agent who is going to help them immediately. So we want them to feel like their need has been met, but we also want them to understand right up front that you're going to have to get back to them to confirm that appointment. That is a perfect example of managing expectations. And when you think about what a little tiny detail that is and how many different types of customers are out there, how many different types of real estate customers there are, and how many different kinds of needs, and again, that just transfers into all the different conversation flows we've developed, we've looked for all of these little pain points, these places where we need to manage customer expectations so that you don't look bad and so that they don't have a bad experience. So it's just very, very important um, in order to accomplish that goal of setting expectations. So anything you can do, anything that the chatbot can do to help give you more time to respond so that you're not having to just drop things the second a lead comes in is extremely valuable. So um, let's actually move on to the uh, fifth and final item that we're going to talk about today. The fifth reason or the fifth thing that your chatbot must be able to do is generate more referrals by asking for them at the right time. And we've talked about this a little bit in the past. We're definitely uh, coming up in the in the near future going to have an entire episode de- dedicated exclusively to generating more referrals with a uh, real estate chatbot. But to keep this one uh, kind of broad as well, you just want to make sure that A, the ability to generate referrals from your chatbot exists. Okay, if the chatbot doesn't have a way to generate referrals or to ask people for referrals, referrals that you would otherwise not have, okay, that that should be a deal killer for you. And it also needs to be able to ask for those referrals at the right time or to have multiple different ways of getting to that referral conversation. Uh, and, And that's just key because your bot has the ability to generate referrals if you ask for it at the right time and uh, you're doing it consistently as well. So it's very, very easy to get bogged down when somebody's building a bot. And I've seen so many companies out there that you get you get these tech people who are building a robot interface for real estate and they've never worked with a buyer or seller. And some of them have never even you know bought a home or sold a home themselves. And if you look at somebody who's in that position, that is the last person who should actually be developing the conversation flow for a real estate chatbot product. So having the ability 
to generate referrals by asking for them at the right time is just one of the of the many things that the chatbot needs to be able to do otherwise you're losing you're 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 losing opportunities and we all know that I mean, anybody who has been in the business for an extended period of time, or maybe even for just a little while, it, once you start getting into the referral game and you sell something to somebody, and then that person sends you somebody, and that person sends you somebody, you start to really look at the value of referrals beyond just what is the immediate opportunity? What is the commission I'm going to get from this sale today? You start looking at the total lifetime value of that customer. And we have, there are people, the, the real estate team that I work with, there are people who have been uh, customers for you know, well over 20 years. But over the course of that time, I mean, 15, 20 transactions have resulted from that one individual. So, you know, asking for those referrals is great because, you know, it can generate things that you may have otherwise missed out on, but it is also great because if you miss out on getting those customers and enrolling those customers into your database and establishing that relationship, that can be, you can just multiply out uh, the effect that that can have on your income. That's huge. You do not want to miss out on that. So number five, even you know, even though I mean everything we talked about today, again, I think you should consider to be a deal killer. And let's just go like if your chatbot cannot do these things, so let's just blow back through them really quick. Number one, it needs to be able to handle the most common types of real estate customers, their inquiries and their questions. Must be able to do that. Most most basic thing uh, that it could possibly need to do. Two needs to anticipate those customer needs and questions as well. So, you know, one, it's got to be able to handle them. Two, it needs to anticipate them as the conversation goes on. Number three, needs to be able to actually convert prospects into leads that share their contact info. Does not matter how many people are talking to your bot if they're not actually asking it to help them with something. They don't give their contact information. You're never going to be able to get back to them. It's a lost opportunity. Number four, set customer expectations that give you the luxury of time. That is so key and, and really just rolls right back into the whole, why do you even want a chatbot? It's because you want to be able to have a life in addition to the, you want to be able to enjoy the extra commissions and the extra income that a chatbot can provide and that, that that faster level of service can provide, but you want to be able to enjoy your time. You want to be able to, to spend that money uh, having fun with your friends and your family. So again, that's huge, making sure that you have that luxury of time. And uh, number five, generating more referrals by asking for them at the right time. You've got to have that referral component in there, and you've got to have it asking at the right time. So I hope you enjoyed today's show. Um, please remember to uh, subscribe on uh, iTunes or Google Play or wherever you happen to be listening. Uh, good reviews are always appreciated, as is feedback. You can reach us via the contact form at realtychatbot.com uh, on our contact page uh, or just by sending an email to podcast at realtychatbot.com. Um, and be sure to tune into next week's episode as well, where we are going to start getting into a deep, every week what we're going to do is talk about a different conversation flow um, and kind of how you can use that 
to, so, you know, you've got buyer conversation flows, you've got seller conversation flows, you've got referral conversation flows, which we talked a little bit about um, today. And we, we're going to really get into some of the details of how we maximize those opportunities and get get the leads for you. Because you're, you're really doing two things with the chatbot. You've got people who are coming in that you otherwise wouldn't get. That's big. But there's all sorts of ways that you can also proactively market your bot. And we're going to be talking about those ways, the ways to get the people who wouldn't have even found your bot to begin with. And um, in different ways that we can convert these different types of buyers and sellers and clients that have all sorts of different expectations. So that's going to be a really, that's going to be actually just kind of a little bit of an ongoing series for a few weeks um, as we go through some of those, those top conversation flows. So that should be very, very informative as well. Again, thank you for spending time with me today. Uh, look forward to talking to you. Please don't hesitate to reach out if you have questions or would like a demo. Until next time.